Access granted. Hello, world, and welcome to We Live on a Planet. Thank you so much for stopping over this Friday, September 10th, 2021, for episode 508. I'm your host, Patrick. I'm titling this one Just Breathe because of the quote that I'm going to be reading later on to start the show. Current temperatures in Oswego are 63 degrees, feels like 61. Highs are going to be about 70 degrees Fahrenheit today. Winds are out of the north-northwest at 7 miles per hour. Sit back, relax, enjoy the show. When we come back, we'll start off with our quote and we'll talk about a bunch of other things like we normally do right here at We Live on a Planet. I appreciate your time. We'll be right back. This is from Shane McClellan. I will breathe. I will think of solutions. I will not let my worry control me. I will not let my stress level break me. I will simply breathe and it will be okay. Gotta breathe. Number one rule of scuba. Never hold your breath. Always breathe. One of the reasons why I picked it up. Gotta breathe. Always come back to the breath. Whenever you're meditating, they always tell you to come back to the breath. And today, I will breathe. I will think of a solution. I will not let my worry control me. I will not let my stress level break me. I will simply breathe, and it will be okay. Shane McClaldon. McClaldon. There we go. Did I say that right? My producer is on break as always. So I didn't make it to the party for my going away of my nephew's party. Yeah. Oh, I got sick. That cyclic vomiting syndrome, CVS, had me again, and it was terrible. And, uh... It put me down, and it's one of those things I just can't power through. You know how, like, maybe if it's just a cold or you're just feeling a little under the weather, you're like, well, I'll go. I'm just not going to be the greatest company. There's no going when I have this because I am just violently ill, and it's terrible. But I did get to see my, uh, I almost said son-in-law, my nephew Sunday, which was awesome. And so hooray for that. And I get to see him before he ships out in October off into the Air Force. And I'm really proud of him that he joined the Air Force. My oldest daughter was in for 11 years. And then his, bro uh, his father, my brother-in-law, was in the Air Force. My other brother-in-law in the Navy. My brother was in the Army, and my uncle in the Navy, my dad in the Reserves. I never answered the call. I almost did. I almost answered the call to the Marines, but I didn't do it. I was really young, and 
I didn't know what I was doing. I still have no clue what I'm doing in my life. That's why I'm taking it day by day. That's what I always have to do. Speaking of taking it day by day, I saw my doctor the other day and that went well. So that's good. I really enjoy being able to see him face to face. Um, granted, in the mental health, mental health and in the health settings, you have to wear a mask. I'm okay with that. I don't care. As long as I can see him face to face again instead of over the phone, I just get more out of it. Same with my therapy. I see Hannah next week, and that will be my third meeting with her, so that will be good. I'll see my doctor again in November. He did put me on a new med. I'm still on all the other meds I was on. Not all, not like I'm on a gauntlet, but there's enough. And uh, we'll see how this one works. He started me off at a real low dose. One thing that I'm a little concerned with is it can cause appetite uh, gain. And so make or appetite, make you raise your appetite so you could rate, uh, gain weight. Man, can spit that out. I don't want to gain any weight. I last year or a year and a half ago i was like 190 some odd pounds and my lowest point i got down to 162 and right now i'm probably lately i've been eating a lot of sweets treats ice cream and everything and munching so i'm probably about 168 right now but that's good for me. I'd like to get back to 162. What I gotta do is start doing my push-up routine again. If you follow the show, you know I was on this where I turned it into a habit. I was reading this book, well, finished this book called Atomic Habits. My cousin sent to me when I got into my car accident. Thank you, Karen. And um, I really had that habit started of doing push-ups and planks and I was doing them every day for a while and then every other day and then I injured my shoulder from them and I stopped that's all it took to break the habit all right stick around when we come back we'll talk more about just who knows So I'm pretty excited. It's my wife's weekend off. My wife works the weekends. I'm not sure what we're going to do. We probably just might chill, hang low. I'm not sure. I wanted to go to the races and see Jeff Sharkey race the car that I sponsor. I'm one of the many sponsors that he has. I'm just a small fish in the sponsorship pool. But it's groovy to be a sponsor to a race car. And he races in a town called Evans Mills, just outside of Watertown, New York. And I looked on the race schedule, and they're not racing. And I'm bummed out. Jeff had a couple bummer weekends. Last weekend, he blew a transmission. So that was kind of a bummer for him. And the weekend before that, the car was just not running right for him. But boy, he's fun to watch. When I did get to go and see, 
that's kind of fun. We just had here in the city of Oswego Classic Weekend, and it was loud all week from them just, like, practicing and racing and starting early. And then somebody I know that lives out New Haven, Mexico way put on Facebook, they're like, I think I can hear the races, and I'm 13 miles away. So, yeah, and we're only maybe, I'm guessing, three miles from the racetrack, so we can hear them definitely. So I definitely want to, without not mentioning it, um, tomorrow, anniversary of 9-11, also called Patriot's Day here in America. Where were you in 9-11, 2001, do you remember? I was 31 years old. I can remember it. Just like yesterday, it's like how my mom tells me she remembers where she was when JFK was assassinated. That's the way it is for me with 9-11. I was at work early that morning, and um, I just remember in the showroom, somebody come walking into the showroom, and they were in the waiting room, the person, and they said, Oh, it's on the news. A, a plane hit the World Trade Center. And I instantly thought just a little Piper Cub plane, like one of those small aircrafts, somehow mishap crashed into one of the towers. Boy, was I mistaken. We know what happened. I don't have to rehash the history. But try to take a minute or more tomorrow and remember the victims and all the heroes and everybody that was involved in 9-11. It's weird. I live in the um, city of Oswego, New York, and uh, I'm in the state of New York, but I've only been to the city in New York once in my life, and that was back in 1988, it was, and um, we just don't go to the city. My wife has never been to the city, and uh, it's weird, you know, I've never seen the Statue of Liberty, and I've gone to the Niagara Falls more than once, but I'm sure there's people that live in, let's say, South Dakota that have never been to Mount Rushmore. You just assume that since you live in that state that you've been there, and New York is a large state, and I'm really upstate New York. I'm way up from the city. Canada's closer to me than the city, which is just blows my mind when I can say that. Um, what else was I going to talk about? Oh yeah, we've. I've got. I think I told you I've got a family trip. Trip. We, not I, but we have a family trip coming up in October, off to the Adirondacks to Saranac Lake, and a really nice. I don't even want to say cottage. It's a whole house, just a big, beautiful Airbnb my wife found for us. We're Airbnb fans. 
if you can find the right Airbnb, it's the way to go, that's for sure. Stick around. When we come back, there'll be a little bit more rambling, I promise. And welcome back. So I'm ready for the Bills to play this Sunday home opener against the Pittsburgh Steelers. They play at 1 o'clock. I'm super excited, too, because since my wife is off this weekend, uh, usually she gets to watch the game with me on Sunday, but she gets to pick up the second half. She wakes up after halftime. This time she'll be able to watch the whole game. We'll have to make some some goodies. We have already have in the house that we my wife made was some buffalo chicken wing dip, and it's so good with celery and tortilla chips my belly making noise right now as we're speaking sorry about that this microphone picks up everything if i was yours using my shore mv51 that picks up even more that's a condenser mic this is a dynamic mic the road pod mic and you know i j did the update the beta was in the system or was out and then it turned to um, regular update, I updated my Roadcaster Pro. I thought my sound would be much better and louder and people would be able to hear it better. And my wife went and played the podcast and it sounded the same. So I don't know what to do to boost my sound because when you're listening to my podcast, you have to have the volume all the way up. And other podcasts out there, you don't. And I've got a good system. I'm not doing anything different that I can think of. And uh, when I used to just use it through my phone, I don't think there was an issue. I just would update right anchor through my phone. And what I'm doing now is I'm just using my micro SD card, taking it out of the Roadcaster Pro, updating it into the computer or uploading it and uh, going from there. So I, who knows? Back to rambling, uh, when I did see my nephew, Damon, it was awesome. We had a really cool talk and it was, we talked about the future and other things like that. And we we're talking about robots among a lot of things. And it makes me think about you can go on YouTube right now and go just back to 1990. Try to Google or check out stuff about the Internet. Or 1980 about robots or the Internet. And it seems so ancient and so old. And we know how far we've come in the technology. And I think about robots right now and how far we've come with them and companies such as Boston Dynamics that are doing just amazing things with their robots. But um, they can be scary and uncanny because you can start really futurizing and thinking about movies because sometimes movies become facts. You know, science fiction becomes fact. It just happens. And right now, robots are doing amazing things and factories and other things like that. But we don't really have them in our house besides, well, a computer you kind of consider a robot, but nothing like 
walking around doing tasks and stuff for for you mowing your lawn or doing things like that although they do have robot lawnmowers but uh, my nephew and I we were talking about how when robots do become that you know when you do have them in your home and they become smart and like right now you're your Amazon device, ours is always on, always listening. So is Siri, you know, always listening to you. But if you have a being that's in your house and you can either decide to be friendly to it or not to it because programs of feelings, we don't, we can program that robot to do all kinds of things, but feelings feelings how do you program feelings how do we we can't describe our own feelings but what if robots become so far advanced that they become sentient and they start becoming aware now we've got some problems and some issues that makes me want to yabber about in our next spot so stick around hold on we'll be right back all right so let's say they become, you know, sentient or aware and certain people are nice to robots and certain people aren't because they just are like, they're just a robot. I'm not going to be nice to it. It doesn't, it's not alive, even though it's doing all kinds of stuff. I'm better than that. I'm human. I'm this and that. Are the robots the ones that are being treated well? going to see the robots that are not being treated well and decide maybe that's a bad thing and rise up and revolt and then you have another civil rights movement but this time with robots and i was like wow my mind was blown my my nephew has had some good ideas and it blew my mind and i love future talk like that I love thinking of things in the future. That's what started me with a, podcasting in the first place was self-driving cars and talking about the future of self-driving cars. And I had no idea where this podcast was going to go and what direction it was going to go. And I didn't even know what I was doing on episode one. If I was even making a podcast, they were called Radio Reinvented Anchor back then. They weren't even called podcasts when you first started out, but I talked about the future and I think about that now because as I'm scrolling through TikTok or other videos, you'll see where those show commercials for computers and it's retro commercials and they're big Commodores with the green screen and the floppy disk. And you could play Oregon Trail. Yeah, I remember all those. And I grew up with floppy disk and the green letters on the black screen. And to know the way computers are now, I don't even own a, a watch because my phone tells the time. I don't even need one, you know. And it's weird how I can remember having a watch, my Swatch watch. My parents got in Switzerland for me. But it's weird how the future is just going to 
blow up even more of where we are. And I think about that with robots and how far they've come. And we're going to look back at old commercials or old things of robots, of unveiling of a robot. Because right now they have a robot that is very, very uncanny. It's got like silicone skin on it. It can blink and talk and have a conversation with you. And the more you talk to it, the more it learns. But it's still a robot, and you can tell when it's moving. It's uncanny, but yet there's something about it where you're like, wow, this is the future. And I think in 15 years or 20 years, we're going to look back at that video, or I'm going to look back at that video and go, look at how rudimentary that is compared to what we have now. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. My mind is always going. I hope to dive again, scuba, maybe this 18th, because tomorrow being 9-11, I don't think the arrow's running. I didn't call coach and ask him, but I don't think they're going to be running on 9-11. And then Sunday, it looked like rain and thunder in Hammond, New York, where I dive out of. But maybe the 18th, there's not many days left to get dives in not not many days left to get wet that's for sure and then we were going to shore dive but uh we ended up be, not being able to shore dive because when i went down to go look at the water it was rolling we had white caps and then when we were looking at the sounding in depth off of my brother-in-law's app and my wife was looking it up too we would have been uh, snorkeling quite a way before we found any depth to get down into any deep. It, it was a while before it even would drop off to 20 feet. And if I'm going to scuba, I want to at least go 60. You know? All right, stick around. When we come back, we'll talk about some more stuff and things. We'll be right back. And we're back. You know why my belly is rumbling this morning? Because um, my wife and I are planning breakfast early this morning. We're going to have bacon, eggs, and oat, to oat bread I got. And that makes a really good toast. It's a nice crispy bacon. All right. Speaking of bacon, let's get some... I don't know what speaking of bacon and history has to do with anything. Why do you listen? <laughs> what am I doing? We are at the History Channel's website. Thank you for listening. And on today's day, 1897, the first drunk driving arrest. September 10th, 1897, a 25-year-old London taxi driver named George Smith becomes the first person ever arrested for drunk driving after slamming his cab into a building. He later pled guilty and was fined 25 shillings. What's 25 shillings? Any of my European friends out there listening? I'm sure I could just Google it. I'm not that far advanced in my podcasting. I can't just look over at somebody and say, hey, Google that for me. I'm no Joe Rogan or one of those guys. All right, what else do we have? 
Invention in Science, 2008. The, the CERN Large Hadron Collider is powered up. Wow. Yeah, that thing is amazing. That could make black holes and many universes. And I think they made a black hole the other day or something like that. Art Literature Film History, 1991. Nirvana, Smells Like Team Spirit, is released as a single. 1991, the grunge, the grunge scene. Kurt Cobain, he was quite an artist. Uh, War of 1812-1813, the Battle of Lake Erie, not far from here. War of 1812, Battle of Oswego, right here in Oswego, New York. Happened. All right, what else do we have? Colonial America, 1608. John Smith is elected to lead Jamestown, the first permanent English settlement in North America. Art, literature, and film history, 1981, Picasso's Guriensi is returned to Spain. Guriensia is returned to Spain. A mural. Guriensia? Um... U.S. Presidents, 1833, Andrew Jackson shuts down Second Bank of the U.S. I wonder why. You can find out if you go to the History Channel's website and open that up. Uh, I'm scrolling along, seeing if there's anything that's just going to jump out and grab us. And nothing else grabbed me on this day of history. First drunk driving arrest. Never had a DUI, and I'm proud of that. Uh, there's times I should not have been driving, that's for sure, back in my days. But I've never had a drunk driving uh, or anything like that. Sorry about that. My headphones just, just bit the microphone. Or, yeah, bit the microphone a little bit. I got to... There we go. Turn my level down a little bit. I, I turned my level up on my microphone, hoping to maybe boost a little bit more sound out of it so you could hear me better. And just now when I went a little close to the mic microphone, my headphone, I could hear it give a little bit of feedback. So I apologize. All right, stick around when we come back. I don't think we're going to go to the fact site today. We're going to, I found something different, and I'll tell you what it is when we come back. Stick around. Oh, I can't stop thinking about bacon and eggs. I'm going to make dippy eggs. I kind of, but I do them over easy. I don't do them sunny side up. I don't like any of the white uh, being clear. Don't like that. I don't like poached eggs either. I'm not a fan of eggs Benedict or hollandaise sauce. Ugh. 
All right, but what I did was I found, uh, I was just rooting around, and this is bestlifeonline.com. But it was 65 facts so weird you won't believe they're true. And it's this weird trivia you didn't know about the world will blow you away. Uh, Alex Daniel, March 24th, 2021. And it's just a bunch of like weird random facts. And I'm going to scroll through some of them. But I thought this was neat. There's a company that turns your, your dead body into an ocean reef. And I knew there was a company out there that you could be turned, planted and turned into a tree. But now, knowing that there's a company that can turn your body into an ocean reef, I like the idea of that even better because being in scuba and there's more water on Earth. We should be called water instead of Earth, this planet anyways. But um, what they are is... For those who romanticize a burial at sea, the company Eternal Reef Reefs offer an innovative solution. It mixes the cremated remains of a person with concrete to create a pearl into which loved one can etch personal messages, handprints, or, envir or environmental friendly friendly mementos the pearl then encased in a reef ball that is dropped into the sea where it provides a new habitat for fish and other sea life helping encourage vibrant ecosystems isn't that nifty in eternal reefs yeah i might have to look into that there is an annual coffee break festival <laughs> says for millions of people a coffee break is key but there's a festival and it is uh yeah a coffee break festival you can buy a flying bicycle sounds like something out of a sci-fi novel but british inventor john foden and yanko reed have come up with a bicycle that can actually fly it's a composed of a folding bike, and uh, the motor turns the fan with enough of the runway. It can reach up 25 miles per hour in the air and 4,000 feet in added altitude. No thank you. Dolphins sleep with one eye open. Wow. Dolphins are smart. Dolphins are known as one of the smartest animals on the planet, possibly because they can conserve their brain power. Because they must be constantly on the lookout for their predators, the marine mammals have developed a neat trick by maintaining partial consciousness even as part of their brain sleeps. Wow. Vacuum cleaners were originally horse drawn vacuum cleaners one of the earliest known vacuum cleaners was so large that it had to be hauled from house to house via a horse-drawn carriage its giant hoses were popped through the windows of customers and a gas power motor generated the suction that pulled the dirt and debris 
into a glass container where onlookers could gawk at the volume of filth coming from the neighbor's home. Isn't that weird? The largest padlock in the world weighs 916 pounds. I don't know even why they made a padlock that big. Hmm. But they did. But yeah, there's so many, so many, many facts. Here's one last one. McDonald's introduced drive-through service due to the military. I did not know that. The first drive-through was installed in a restaurant based in Sarah Vista, Arizona, located near Fort Hiracha military installation. Military rules forbid the soldiers from wearing their military uniforms in public, and they weren't allowed to change into civilian clothes, clothes just to grab a burger and run back to base. So restaurant manager Dave Rich came up with a solution, cut a hole in the wall, and allow members of the military to pick up their orders without stepping out of their car. Thank you, military. Thank you, Dave Rich. Except I hate going through the drive through I hate it. Damn. Yeah. Damn. I hate it. All right. Stick around. We'll be right back. Remember, I will breathe. I will think of solutions. I will not let my worry control me. I will not let my stress level break me. I will simply breathe and it will be okay. Head on over to my website, WLOAP.com. From there, you can leave me a voice message. I would love to hear from you. It will ring five times before it goes to my voicemail. Or if you're using the Anchor app, you can just push that little Anchor button message button and leave me one that way and let me know where you're listening from that would be cool also let me know what you think about robots in the future i'm curious of what you think about them do you think do you know what i mean about how when you watch video of just 15 20 years ago i mean we're not using vhs's anymore we're not using cassettes anymore People don't use DVDs. They're not even really making DVDs. Imagine in just another 15, 20 years what robots will be like. I just hope they don't become sentient because people like Stephen Hawking and Elon Musk say that they could, robots becoming self-aware and sentient and AI, AI, artificial intelligence, could be our doom could be our doom and i know a lot of times um social media just the way that is oh the doom that can cause you can say the sky is blue and people are going to disagree with you <laughs> all right thank you for your time most valuable gift you could ever give me i appreciate it please tell a friend about we live on a planet i'd appreciate that too and if you haven't had a chance, head on over to the Apple Podcast section and leave me a review. Five-star review and a little 
typed up thing of something of why you like we live on a planet it helps the algorithm and i would really appreciate it helps uh me be found in other countries so Alrighty, before we stop this nonsense, let's get to uh, our proper setting of our game over and finish it off the way we normally do right here at We Live on a Planet. Thanks again. I appreciate you. Peace. <laughs>